Welcome to your Life and Restaurant Podcast, the podcast of restaurant owners, by restaurant owners, for restaurant owners, where together we discover a better life, balance, and profits. Here is your host, Jose Pepe Lamas. Hello, welcome my restaurant heroes. Welcome to another episode of Your Life and Restaurant. This is the podcast for the restaurant hero who puts on the cape and goes to work. Goes to work during the holidays, goes to work when everybody else is having a good time. We're out there bussing tables, we're out there cooking dinners for everybody else. And that's the job that comes with this industry. That's the price sometimes we have to pay. We don't have the privilege of running with banker hours. But we still put on the cape, we still put on a smile, and we go out there and try to provide for our families. And in this show, the goal of this show is to give you tools, give you ideas, give you best practices so you can have a better life and a better restaurant, a better business, a more profitable one. And today's podcast is all about focus, where we talk about focus and as I begin to start planning for for 2023 one of the things i always do is i look over my menu i look over my menu i see what's working what's not working what things could be better what things are not working what what could they be removed sometimes a business is like a tree we have to prune it we have to cut a little bit so we could keep growing and that's one of the practices i suggest you start doing also looking at your menu as the year ends and start thinking what works what doesn't work what doesn't go here what can i change what can i add what can i remove the price needs to change so kind of start that engineering that menu engineering that i spoke about before where you start looking at your menu as the point of sale and a lot of instances it's one of the first impressions your customers get. It's, it's your menu and it's your selling tool. It's where you display what you have. And what I mean by this is that sometimes a lot of restaurants lose focus on what their identity is, lose focus on what they really are about. And what part of the mind do they have in the in the consumer? What I mean is but a lot of restaurants try to do too much in my point of view. We all know that familiar neighborhood restaurant, Tex-Mex, that they sell salads and they sell burritos and they sell club sandwiches and they sell burgers and they sell pancakes and they sell enchiladas and they sell pastas and they sell gyros. We all have that neighborhood restaurant. And I'm not bashing on those restaurants they're they're there and a, and a lot of I mean I go to one sometimes when I go get breakfast and it, it has similar type of menus I described and it's been there forever right. However, in my eyes, just there for for breakfast and burgers. That's how I see it. Even though they have a lot of things in their menu, the problem is that sometimes you see these restaurants, but there's no growth. They just kind of maintain this balance. But there's no growth. 
And that's the thing, that sometimes you, these restaurants are never able to grow to another location or to a third location, fourth location, fifth location. And a lot of it has to do because they, they're not focusing on a couple of things. They're, their menu's so wide. So there's so much stuff going on. As you grow, you need to become more systematic and you need to have more consistency across the board. And when you're all over the place, it's going to be very hard to achieve. So part of you and your business is understanding what your identity is. For example, when, when we were opening for earlier and we started introducing breakfast burritos, a lot of people pressure me to put some pancakes. It's not hard to make pancakes. Put some pancakes. And one time I had a reflection and I was like, well, I wanted to do Mexican breakfast, you know, breakfast burritos, chilaquiles, eggs, you know, huevos rancheros, all that stuff. And as I was thinking about this decision, I, I sat down in my restaurant and I'm looking at the Mexican paintings and I'm hearing mariachi music and the speakers. And I just couldn't picture a customer eating a pancake right there. It wasn't the appropriate setup. Not for us. We, we're not a Denny's. We're not an IHOP. And sometimes you have to make those decisions. But, but part of that is understanding who you are. What do people think when they hear your brand, when they hear your restaurant's name, your business name? What do they think you stand for? And you have to think about this. And that's one of the options when I said, no, you know what? I'm not putting pancakes. We're, we, we're not that. Another time that I kind of learned this was when um, we changed the beer glasses. So we always had, we always, all our beers are in bottles. So we have glasses for the customer. And we used to, we used to always have this old school mug. You know what I mean by a mug? It's fat glass with a handle on it. And one time we tried to change them and we started putting those fancy long glasses where they put, uh, you know, those beers, those long glasses where they put beers, similar you see in Buffalo Wild Wings, those tall ones. And I started getting feedback from my customers and they were saying, oh, fancy and fancy and fancy and you guys are getting fancy and stuff like that. But they were kind of saying it not, not in a good way, you know. Because we have to recognize what I am. And I don't consider myself a, fam a, a fancy restaurant. Not by a mile. I'm a family restaurant. A restaurant that you could come from the beach and go eat. You can want a quick bite. You could still go on a date. Your kids could be there. It's just I'm a family-oriented restaurant. I'm not a fancy restaurant. You're not going to go there to propose. You're probably not going to go there for anniversary unless we mean something to you, which we, we do have those. But they know what they get. So I took off these glasses because they weren't consistent with the image, with the identity that I have. And it was we went back to the mugs and it works out. So I, I, my, my message to you is that you need to understand what you are. And in order to arrive at this conclusion, you need to set some time to think. You will hear this a lot from me and you need to set some time to think. Because 
sometimes our problems are are not money or sometimes our problems is just we don't have enough ideas. It's not issues, it's ideas sometimes. The reason we have sometimes a lot of problems or we can come up with a solution is because we don't we lack ideas. So in order to solve this issue, sometimes you're going to set up some thinking time, which is what I like to do. Set up some thinking time. So set up some thinking time for this, my restaurant hero, and think, what does my restaurant stand for? What do people think about when they see my brand? What do most people eat? What do they wear? Who's my perfect customer? Think about your top 20% customers. And who are they? Really describe that person. What are their ages? How do they look? What do they drive? Approximately how much they make. This is also you get a sense of who your true 20, that 20% who that true market is. And what do they expect from you? And then once you find that who that is, look at your menu and say, what items don't belong here? What items need to must I add to serve that customer? And just go through that. And as I recommend, as you're changing your menu, and, and I believe your menu should change every year. I change my menu every year. One of, one of the things I like to do is, yes, I like to add stuff, but I also like to remove stuff. I see maybe things that didn't work. Or sometimes, you know what? I'm going to give it another year to see if it works. And if it doesn't, I take it off. And um, I, w- I used to like to say that if you want to have a great restaurant, you have to do what great restaurants do. And great restaurants do that. Great restaurants look at their menu. They change their menu. They add things. They remove things. In order to better serve the customer and in order to be consistent with that identity. And that's something you need to look at. Pruning those menu items. And also, what happens is that sometimes uh, you have more space. Sometimes you have a a lot of crazy menu items and you need to buy stuff that maybe you only use for that menu item. So one best practice, another best practice is to think of what ingredients you already have. And yeah, can you create a new dish with those ingredients so you don't have to bring anything new? A new product that you're going to have to go that maybe it's going to go bad. So try to mix and match like that. That's what I try to do where I'm not bringing extra food, extra storage, but you're still coming out with a new dish with the stuff you already have. Yes, there will be dishes that you are going to need new stuff. For example, before we didn't have bacon. And once we started selling for breakfast, well, you need bacon for breakfast, right? So it's something I, I brought along. But what can I do with bacon? A lot of things, right? And that's why you gotta what you gotta think, okay, what what do I already have? What can I can I do with it? So for example, us we used to have a soup. We we have a soup that has zucchini. And the zucchini kept going bad and bad and bad and bad because we only used it for one dish. So I said to myself, why are we only using zucchini for one dish? So now we put it in we also chop it up and we put it in the veggies for fajitas. We put it in veggies for burritos. And we put it in veggies for enchiladas. So we're using it more. And guess what? I don't throw away zucchini anymore. 
So you have to see where where's waste going. Where can I reduce the waste? What dishes can I create that can reduce waste? And all of this is something that is your job. Nobody else is going to think for this. But you as the leader, you as the person who's driving the bus needs to make all these decisions. And that's where the thinking time comes along. And all of this, as you pick up this habit of changing your menu, of pruning your restaurant, adding things, taking off things, not only are you getting accustomed to changing things, because you remember, if you want to continue being in business tomorrow, you need to keep changing things. Because if you continue doing things like yesterday, you won't be in business tomorrow. That's what I was trying to say. So remember this helps you change, helps you not get stuck in old ways, helps you keep innovating, helps you keep up with trends, helps you take off things that are no longer needed, helps you reduce weight, helps you become more profitable, helps you develop your identity, who you really are. And it's a practice I recommend you to do. And it's something that we're in a perfect right now. We're closing on on November. You have a whole month to think about this. Just sit down, grab your menu, look at it, go item by item. And sometimes sometimes I even just change descriptions. You know, that's a, that's a very thing. When you have a item that might not be selling well, maybe you need to change a little bit the description. Maybe you need to add something or take something off. Mess around with it, you know. This is, a, as a business owner, as, as a restaurant owner, you, you have to be a very active person. You have to be a very active leader. It's, it's dynamic. It's always changing. And that's something you need to, to address. And we're in that perfect time right now. So grab a menu, sit down, go item by item. Does this work? This doesn't work. What could I add? Is the price good? Can I bundle this with anything? Really get to know your menu. And then after that, once you make changes, write them down. And yes, you're going to have to communicate to the kitchen. So what I like to do is, once I decide on the changes that need to be made, not only I, communic I communicate them in, uh, in language by speaking with them, I also write them down in a piece of paper and put it on the kitchen so they know, in the kitchen line, so they know what the dish contains and if any other changes. So, for example, our quesadillas, before they used to be served pretty plain, just the quesadilla uh, with no pico, with no wok, with no sour cream. It was just the old school thing of they were doing before I even started taking more uh, control of the business. And I was like, well, that doesn't really work. People always are asking for guacamole. People are always asking for sour cream. So what I did is I priced in the new item with, with those items in it, with guacamole, with sour cream, with pico. I priced it in there, right? It's not We're not here to lose money either. You have to price it in there. But people love it now. It's a fair price. You know, you make it a make it fair price. You're making money. They like it. If they don't want any, they don't want it. Then we just remove it. But that's what you have to do. 
and, and it takes thought, you know, uh, sometimes, um, when you get high in an organization, a lot, of, a lot of the brain, a lot of the work happens in your mind. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but sometimes when when Rockefeller, John D. Rockefeller was sitting down in in meetings, he would have his his board there. He would have his uh, his C suite. He would have his advisor, and they would all just be talking about things, and he would just be there listening. Sometimes he would even just be in a couch, laying down, listening. And uh, they were like, he's not even working. And he would respond, yes, I am. I am working. I'm working in my head. And uh, that's something that when you're not in the position of leadership, sometimes when you're not the owner, when you're not the CEO, sometimes people that are below that don't see that. Which is why sometimes you get, oh, if I had that business, I would do this and I would do this. Or why don't they do this? But there's a, there's a saying in, in, in Mexico that it says that only the one that carries the bag knows the weight and its content. So this is kind of what happens once once you're the owner. Only the ones that are there leading know the weight and the content of it. But I'm here to tell you, it, it takes a lot of thinking. It takes a lot of thinking, so you're going to need to make that a practice. You need to create that thinking time. But that's all we have for you, my restaurant heroes. Go out there. Look at your menu. You have a month. You have a month. Look at your menu. Make the changes that need to be done. Make the changes that are going to make you more profitable. Make the changes that you're going to serve your customers better. Make the changes that you're going to lose less food, have less waste in your in your restaurant because all that is money. Waste is losing money. Waste is throwing money to the trash. And we operate with such thin margins, we don't have that luxury. So I want you to think about this. I want you to get that menu and start looking at the changes that need to be made in your restaurant for a better 2023. And that's all I have for today. Uh, last podcast was about goals. It was a great podcast. Got good numbers from the podcast. Good downloads. New subscribers. And I'm hoping if you didn't re- listen to a podcast, go go listen to it. It's all about goal setting. Go to our website, yourlifeandrestaurant.com. You could download the resource so you can set your five business personal goals. And also, if you want to contact me, send me a message. You could do it right there at yourlifeandrestaurant.com. Thank you, my restaurant heroes. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great week. I'm hoping here we have all busy December and we start getting some momentum to start 2023 with the right foot. Have a great day.